This is Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse, episode number 11. Today we will be talking about Hotel Plaza Boulevard, Artist Palette at Saratoga Springs, and Solo, a Star Wars story. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Two grown-ups and a mouse. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. Thank you for listening. Yep. For subscribing. That would be important. For following us. And helpful. But not in a stalker kind of way. Well, yeah. We said that already. Yeah. We're saying it again. But thank you. Thank you. And if you didn't know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or our website. Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. Website is twogrownupsandamouse.com. Everything else, just two grown-ups and a mouse. Or if you're searching for the podcast, if you're using a podcast system such as... Apple, iTunes. Is it considered iTunes? It is. Oh, because I just use my little purple and white podcast button. Well, yeah, but it's searching in iTunes. Oh, I didn't realize it was associated with iTunes. That's why I kind of paused. It's like, is it iTunes? Is it not iTunes? Well, on the phone, it would be in the podcasting app. Right. Yeah, that's how I do it. But you can do Spotify. It's a bunch of them. Stitcher, Google, right. Pocket Cast. But if you don't feel like going to a podcast system, just listen to us on the website. Yep. Or on YouTube. Or YouTube. Yeah, you know, both of those you can listen to the same thing. Yep. Whatever you want to do. But like I said, if you haven't already, subscribe. We know you found us because you're here. Yep. You're listening. They're listening. I'm not listening. You're not listening? What'd you say? Exactly. You have your headphones on. I could turn the volume up. No, thank you. Oh, okay. So, we are talking about Hotel Plaza Boulevard, Artist Palette, and Solo, a Star Wars story. But yeah. as always, because we're doing a movie review, we're going to save that for the end. Right. And it will be a, as we say, spoiler light. Right. But just in case. That's why we leave it till the end, just yep. in case, so we can, you know, do a pre-goodbye. Exactly. You know, if you, if you don't want to listen to this because you haven't seen it yet, then we'll, we'll give you plenty of heads up on that. Exactly. But why don't we start with Hotel Plaza Boulevard? Sure. Some people might not know what that is. Probably not. Or probably so. (laughs) They probably don't know what it is, so it's probably true that they don't know. Right. You only know what you know, but you don't know of what you don't know, you know. I don't know if that was correct, but I'm just going to say okay. Exactly. So we can move forward. (laughs) If you don't know, Hotel Plaza Boulevard is located in the Disney Springs area. Right. And And I am talking about Disney Springs at Walt Disney World, because is it still called Downtown Disney at... Disneyland? I don't know. I don't know either. Because we don't go to Disneyland that often. Right. So I'm not I'm not sure. But either way, we are referring to Walt Disney World right. Resort in Florida. They do have the Disney Springs shopping area. Mm-hmm. And in that shopping area is Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Right. And it is just beyond Disney Springs. There are a group of hotels on that street. And you and I, as we talked about already... Went to Walt Disney World mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. Right. And while we were looking, I think that's when we saw that Disney advertises and allows you to book resorts that are not Disney resorts from the Disney website. Right. So if you go to DisneyWorld.com and you search under resort hotels, you will see a section that says more great accommodations. Or specifically, if you look at places to stay, Disney Springs Resort area, right? those are the resorts that we're going to talk about. And we've stayed at a lot of them. We have. Because there are a lot of great benefits to staying on Disney property. Sure. First and foremost being it's owned by Disney. So you know that it's going to be clean and you know it's going to be cute and you know it's going to be themed. and Right. You don't you don't have to worry like, oh, I wonder how this hotel is going to be. Right, right. But because these resorts are in such close proximity to Disney property, it seems that Disney has made agreements with them. And now staying at one of these resorts is almost equivocal to staying on property. Well, they've extended some benefit. And we brought this up because, you know, we've stayed at 
some of these resorts and they didn't have these benefits, but now they do. So maybe it's just a special they're running for the next couple of years or well, we, we could start with there are two Hiltons right. on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. One, now, you know the difference in the names. I apologize because I took it off my little cheat sheet. Right. But the one on the corner, mm-hmm. that Hilton, right. we got married about 11 years ago. And when we got married, we didn't go on our official, you know, week-long honeymoon right away. Right. But the the morning after we got married, we got married on a Saturday. So Sunday morning, we drove up to Walt Disney World mm-hmm. and we stayed at this Hilton. Right. Do you know what, what that the official name of that Hilton is? I think it's I think it's just called the Hilton Disney Springs. Okay. And it, the the other one's the Hilton Palace. I thought it was the or, other or one was Hilton, Lake Buena Vista. Hilton Lake Buena Vista Palace. Right. Right. So we stayed at the Hilton that's on the corner and when we stayed there they had extra magic hours. Right. Oh, and this was again was 11 years ago. Um and they did allow the extra magic hours at that time. Right. But then later we noticed they were no longer offering that benefit. Correct. So that's what you're referring to that sometimes they're right. offering it, sometimes they don't. You know, it's something that they they had offered and took it away. But also I think it was only that particular resort, which Correct. made sense because out of all of the resorts in the area, I would probably consider that one to be the closest. Right. Even right. though some of the other ones are, are really only a couple hundred feet further. Right. I mean, not much further, but. Well, the and, and the big thing we're talking about is all these hotels that we're going to talk about are offer extra magic hours, the same as staying at a Disney property, and the ability to book fast passes 60 days out as opposed to 30 days out. Right. So if you'll you, have a better chance of getting your Avatar or your uh, Toy Story Land fast pass. If you are not staying on property, but you have a ticket to get into Walt Disney World, then you can book fast passes at 30 days out. That's available to everyone. Mm-hmm. If you are staying on Walt Disney World property, you can book 60 days out for your entire trip. Right. That's if you're staying on property. And this now... They're saying, okay, if you're staying at one of these resorts that, again, they're on the, you can access them from the Disney World website. Right. They're saying these particular resorts will give you that 60-day benefit instead of just 30 days. And that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did stay at, well, actually, we stayed at both of the Hiltons. Yes. But that one was, you know, we had stayed at years ago, and then we stayed there again maybe a year or two ago, you know, not, not too, too long ago the last time we stayed there and hilton's of course are very nice and the benefit of staying at a hilton if you are a they call that the hilton rewards members hilton honors right because you're you're a hilton honors member right because we as we said we we do enjoy staying on property there are some benefits to staying on property but there are a lot of benefits that we do not utilize sure such as we live in south florida we have our own pool Right. We don't go to the resorts and say, let's go to the pool. Sure. I don't know if we've ever been in the pool at one of the Disney resorts. Probably not. I think maybe once. Yeah. Years ago. But generally speaking, you know, we don't need to go to Walt Disney World to go in a pool. Right. Though, as a side note, do you, you remember this little story where we were standing and waiting for a bus and the mom and the dad. Actually, I think we talked about this in another episode where. The mom and dad, where do you want to go? Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom? We want to go to the pool. Yep. But yeah, we don't we don't need that. Right. But it's a great benefit because all the Disney resorts do have great pools. Sure. So that's something that we're not using. Also, the sending the bag back to your resort. Right. But that it has the last time you can do that, if I'm not mistaken, is if you are checking out in two days. Right. So like if you're checking out on a Sunday, you would be able to do it up until Friday. Right. They won't do it on Saturday because if something got lost or misplaced or whatever, they have no time. But we don't really do long trips anymore. We would rather do two, three night trips or two night trips than do one seven night trip. Right. Because we're close enough. We don't have to pay a lot for transportation up there. Right. So instead of taking all our time at one time, we'd rather get multiple 
right. trips, you know, as many trips as we can. But those are really great amenities and benefits that you get from staying on property. But for us, we like staying on property because of the location. We're that much closer. Right. So sometimes, however, we found that staying on property was a little cost prohibitive because we wanted to go up there, but it wasn't necessarily a, oh my God, we have to be up here. Well, a lot of times that I found anyways is, like you said, we end up doing a lot of last minute trips where it's kind of like, let's go up there this weekend. Sure. We don't really look ahead of time to see what's going on or whatever else. So a lot of times we will look and there's no hotel rooms available. And then we get up there and find out it's a race weekend or it's, you know, whatever other event is going on. That's how we end up. at. And then we always go, oh, yeah, this race always happens in this month. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have remembered it was going to be, you know, February is always cheer competitions. Right, right. Exactly. But yeah, so that's why we end up staying at resorts that are not on Walt Disney World property. Sure. However, and I think we talked about this as well, we used to use Priceline, yep. which is great. You know, there's nothing wrong with Priceline. However, we would end up, you know, the street name on um, the street that Uno's is on at the end, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of Vineland and 525. Right. So there's a Holiday Inn over there. Yeah. And it's a nice hotel to stay sure. at. There's nothing wrong with it except for the traffic. Right. Getting out of that parking lot can at times be quite difficult. Yep. So it would be like, hey, we got a really inexpensive room. This is great because now we're going to Walt Disney World and we're not paying too much money. But then you have the aggravation of trying to get out of that parking lot. Right. Because there could be excessive traffic in that area. So because of incidents such as that, then, and I think we still use Priceline at times, we would narrow it down to Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Well, it, I don't know how to, because we haven't used it in a long time, but back then it was... You basically chose the Lake Buena Vista area, which is that whole section of resorts. But we had the little trick of like that, the Sheridan, that Holiday Inn. Well, Sher the Sheridan, I know the name of it. That's Sheridan Safari. Right. The one on the corner, which isn't too far. And that's also a nice resort. But again, it, it's amazing that just being a mile or two down the road can make a significant difference in travel time. Well, yeah. And it's, uh, but those were all whatever, three-star resorts according to Priceline. So when you did the name your own price, you had to pick, oh, okay, so you wanted uh, the, the, this Hilton, the the Hilton Lake Buena Vista at Disney Springs is was considered a quote-unquote resort. There were no four-star resorts. There were no five-star resorts. So it started at three, which is kind of how. So we would try to name a price. So we would try resort first to try to get that Hilton, but then it wouldn't take our price. So we would start lowering our, the stars of the hotel in hopes of getting the Sheridan, but a lot of times we ended up in that Holiday Inn. Right. But like I said, nothing wrong with it, But it, except for the traffic, which Holiday Inn, of course, well, didn't have any control over. Right. And it's and the part of the reason for the traffic is just because it's right there where I-4 is, and then the, the Vineland Road that goes to the Vineland Outlet Malls is right there. So it, it backs up. And then, like you said, if you get it at the, at the wrong time, you might be sitting in traffic for... 15 minutes or, or however long. Right. But it, it definitely can add travel time. So right. we ended up, as you said, narrowing it down or going directly to the hotel right. websites. And we actually have stayed at another one that we have listed here that's on the Walt Disney World website for the Disney Springs Resort area, mm -hmm. Best Western. Yep. Because many times we could stay at the Best Western for the same amount of money as staying at a valley resort. Right. However, the room would be significantly bigger. I yeah, mean, it would be a bigger, it's a bigger room. You get a king size bed. You can get, you know, there's a little sitting area to the side. Right. Most, most times when we've booked and stayed in a valley resort or even a moderate res resort, we end up with, you know, in the value of the two doubles or in the moderate two queens. Right. Unless we specifically ask for a handicap room, the handicap rooms tend to be, one king size. Right. Because you and I are the exception to the rule. Most people that go up there have one kid, one child, two children, right. whatever the case may be. Whereas for you and I, it's just the two of us. So they tend to have more rooms with two beds in them right. than rooms with king size beds because 
their clientele doesn't call for as many right. king size beds, whereas you and I prefer it because it's much more comfortable. Sure. But we have actually stayed at the Best Western a few times. We've actually stayed at almost all of these hotels except for the Doubletree. Well, I guess we should tell them what, what hotels we're talking about. Well, that'd be helpful, there, I guess. <laughs> there is, as we said, there is a Best Western. Yep. There is, there are, there's one Doubletree, correct? I think yes. it's one, one Doubletree, which is actually Doubletree is owned by Hilton. Right. So it's almost like staying at a Hilton. And I'll explain a big difference in just a moment. Mm. There are two Hiltons right. that we already talked about. There are two Wyndhams. Correct. Which are, should be right next to each other. Right. Because I know they share a restaurant. Yeah, they're, they're literally. <laughs> right. Within walking distance. They're right next right. door. And there is the Bee Resort and Spa. And there is also a Holiday Inn on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. We didn't write it down on our notes, but there there is one oh, there. And it's not the one we were talking about earlier. But. Right, right. There's, a, it, Yeah, the two Holiday Inns we were referring to are very close to each other, but one is actually on right. Hotel Plaza Boulevard. The other one is beyond it, right. closer to I-4. Right. So, I mean, actually, if you are going to the Walt Disney Resort parks or resort in general, and you're going to uh, 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 Universal, someplace other than Disney the place of which we do not speak. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Just we don't go there, but nothing nothing wrong with it. It's a great park. But if you're going to both of them, that particular Hilton or some other resorts might be better for getting back and forth, you know, depending on how many parks you're going right. to, how many days you're going to them. You, that's always something to take into consideration. Well, my advice is always figure out which set of parks you're going to be at the most and stay as close as you can to that because it, it may seem tempting to like get a hotel like in the middle or something like crazy like that, but then you're going to be battling traffic going to both. Well, and it also depends. I mean, if you're going to stay for a full week, then you know what? Sometimes it's worth it to move hotels in the middle. But that's a possibility too. So, I mean, and of course, if you move hotels at Walt Disney World, if you're staying in one Walt Disney World resort and you want to move to another one, Walt Disney will help you move your items from one resort to the other. Right. But, of course, if you're staying at non-Walt Disney World hotels, you will not get that luxury. No. But still, even so, again, if you're staying for a week and you want to spend three days at Universal and four days at Walt Disney World, you might want to consider spending right. three nights closer to Universal and four nights closer to Walt Disney World because... Well, just, I mean, in the morning or in the evening, you could burn an hour or more just sitting in traffic getting from you know disney to universal it doesn't seem that far it doesn't look that far it's but, not that far but you know you hit the traffic wrong or there's an accident or something like that and you're going to spend a lot of time in a car right so and that that again is why we said you know what we'll spend a couple extra dollars and we'll stay on hotel plaza boulevard because right. it's worth the extra money so that we could be that much closer right plus for us we prefer disney springs pretty much over anything <laughs> Well, that's that's true, too. But I mean, just think of it in a straight, you know, dollars and cents. I mean, you're spending a lot of money to go on vacation. If you don't have to make the compromise, don't compromise where you're staying. Because, you know, if you know, if you spend an extra hour a day in your car for seven days, you've wasted almost a day. Right. Exactly. You know? And it's like, why do that? But let's recap these resorts that we just mentioned. You can find all of them and book all of them through the Walt Disney World website. Right. So you can go to WaltDisneyWorld.com. You can look under resort hotels and then more great accommodations, or you can look under places to stay, Disney Springs Resort area, and you will find these resorts. You can check availability. You can book them. Right. What is also great about these resorts is you can book fast passes 60 days out. Right. What is also great about these resorts is you get the extra magic hour benefit yep. from staying there. But the one thing that we didn't discuss that a couple of these resorts have is at the Hilton's, not the Doubletree, which is owned by Hilton, not that particular one, but at the right. two Hilton's and at the two Wyndham's, they have character breakfast available. Right. So you don't even have to go to one of the Walt Disney World resorts to do a character breakfast or to one of, you know, one of the parks or one right. of the resorts. You don't have to go there because the character breakfasts are available yep. outside of the parks, outside of their actual property, because these resorts are very close to their property, right. but it's not, you know, not Disney property. So 
they're really great places to uh, to stay at. You get really nice rooms there. You get a lot of the amenities that you would get if you were staying on property. Right. And like we said, we stayed at most of them. Well, we, of stay, them. we stayed at both Hiltons. We stayed at the Wyndham. We stayed at the Best Western. We stayed at the Bee Resort. Right. So that's um, the only one we haven't stayed. We hadn't stayed at that Holiday Inn and we haven't stayed at the the Double Tree at the Double Tree. And, you know, all of them are, like you said, they're all nice. They're clean. They're some are nicer than others. Well, one thing we have to we should quantify is when we stayed at a lot of these places, when we did like name your own price or, you know, some other massive discount. When you when you do that, this is the downside to doing like name your own price. The people at the hotel know that you've gotten the your price from this because it's it'll be uh, there'll be a code on the on your reservation, and they're going to give you the worst room in the hotel if they're busy. If they're not busy, then then maybe they won't. They'll, you know they'll they'll just give you a room. But if if they're a little busy, they're going to give you the crappiest rooms in the place. So you're going to get stuck next to an elevator, far from an elevator. The you know the room that hasn't been updated. You know you're going to get right. something. So. Right. That's always a possibility. Right. But you know what else is possible? What? Moving on to the next subject. All right. And I, I think we should. I think so. So we will. I think that's probably the best way Oh, to I go. don't think it. I know it. Okay. <laughs> Artist Palette, located at... Saratoga which Springs. Is, which is a Disney Vacation Club or DVC right. resort. It's one but of the original. Side note, we've stayed there. Because you can actually book it as a regular resort. You don't have to book it through Disney Vacation Club. Right. Which is nice. And they do have nice rooms there. Though no elevators. At least not in the building we were in. There might be a few buildings that have it. But some buildings have it. Some buildings don't. Or was it Old Key West that had no elevators? Uh, well, that that was another one that didn't. Not, And it's not no elevators. But it's just that some of the rooms don't have it. Right. Some of the older rooms. Some of the older buildings don't have elevators. But either way. Well... Actually, we're, we're talking about Artist Palette, which is located in their main building where you check in. Right. And for the longest time, when we used to go to eat there, we would unknowingly park in the back. Right. We thought we were parking in the front. Well, when you pull into our, uh, into Saratoga Springs, you see the main building where you would go to check in. And we, we were never directed there by the, the people at the gate. Um. So, but you can drive all the way around because that's also where the other restaurant is. And then Saratoga also has, uh, is where one of the places where you go to check in for golf. So there's, there's check in for there for your golf game as well. So the, the people at the guard gate would always direct us to go park on the back, on the back side of the, the thing. And it, it never dawned on us that we could park in the front. And then, right. No. So we were, that's why I was thinking, I was like talking about no elevators because you park in the back and then you have to walk up the stairs to right. get to the restaurant. And that always bothered me because I'm asthmatic. Right. I don't prefer to walk upstairs if I can help it because right. it is more stress on my lungs. So I don't mind walking downstairs. So getting out to the car was never a problem, but it was always like, oh yeah, we have to walk up the stairs to get to the restaurant. Right. And it turns out that was because we were parking on the wrong side of the building. And if you park on the other side of the building, you automatically walk in on the proper level. Right. But either way, Artist Palette is the name of the quick service restaurant at Saratoga Springs. Yep. And I believe that we started eating there because of the lobster the, I, the lobster club sandwich? I honestly don't know how we found it and started eating there. I know that once we found it, we've never... I mean, that's basically all that you've ever ordered there. Or the flatbreads, but... Right. Which are no longer called flatbreads, but we'll get to that in a second. Right. No, but yeah, they have a, a lobster club sandwich there that I quite enjoy. Right. And it's funny because I had always heard of lobster clubs or lobster rolls right. i think some people call it and i never really knew what it was and it never sounded all that appealing to me mm -hmm. but it basically is just a seafood salad made with lobster right so once i had it there and i tried it and i was like this is really good yeah. and i enjoy seafood so we've gone back there because we do like to visit the disney springs area and saratoga springs is right around the corner right from Disney Springs and Saratoga are very close. So, well, there's also the the benefit that like a lot of the hotels, restaurants, they're rarely busy. Right. So, you know, you can you're going to be able to get in and and order right away. 
Right. But if we're going to be going to Disney Springs afterwards, it's easy to just go to Saratoga, eat, move the car, go to Disney Springs because you're right there. Right. So that's something that we started to do because we're going to Disney Springs anyway. Let's eat near Disney Springs. Right. And well, as opposed to eating at Disney Springs, where, like I said, you know, some sometimes we we're there and there's you know most of the restaurants are not that busy, and sometimes we go there and there's a line out the door. Right, right. You never you never know. But right. we found this quick service that we enjoyed the food at. Right. They are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it's weird because they take tables in Wonderland there. Right. And usually they often do not take tables in Wonderland. At a quick service restaurant, if there is a full service restaurant right. on the property. But for whatever reason, they, they take tables in Wonderland. So for us, we're like, cool. You know, it might be maybe they don't announce it to the public because it's one of these quasi full service, not because you, you order your food at the counter, you pay for it at the register, but then you go sit and they deliver it to you. Right. So it's not true counter service, but it's not truly a full service either. It's kind of that right. quasi in between. Right. <laughs> and they do serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's located right where the shopping right. for Saratoga Springs is. So they have their little store where you can get, they have a couple of attire, you know, artwork, jewelry, right. whatever you would find in the store. But again, they're DVC. Mm-hmm. So all, well, I mean, honestly, all of the resorts now pretty much have a good selection of food that you can bring back and throw in the fridge. Right. You know, fruits, bananas, well, whatever. Well, the one thing is on the DVC is that you can get, there's extra foods. There's like chips and you can buy eggs and hot dogs. Right. There, and, there are more like frozen right. microwave meals because the DVC rooms have microwaves in them. Right. Because and, they're vacation club rooms. And the bigger rooms have have a full stove and right, right. yeah, so, everything. So they do have a larger selection of food and all of that is right, right there, right there at yeah. artist palette. So as you already said, you order at the counter and they bring it to you. And I get the lobster club sandwich, which I've always really enjoyed. Right. So that more, more times than not, when we go there, that's what we get. And they used to have a pepperoni flatbread. They still basically do, but it doesn't say flatbread on the menu. Right. Now it, they call it the pepperoni thin crust pie. Right. So it's it's a well, little I, bit different. Well, I think it, you know flatbread kind of probably kind of confused people. Not everybody associates flatbread with pizza. That's quite possible. Right. But the the flatbreads or you know thin crust pies they all they're a nice size have a nice flavor to them. And right. you have also tried the hot ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, which is uh, it's a good value. I guess is a good way to put it because it, it comes packed with a ton of cheese and ham and on a, on a decent roll the uh because one of the things that before quick service used to be more of the the food was f- prepared before you got there and sitting under a hot lamp and that kind of stuff but that's changed but when we first found this place it was it was the way it is now where it's cooked to order Right, but mo- almost all, if not all, of the resort quick service areas have been revamped. Right, and and they're all co- they're all cooked to order now. Right, and they give, have a lot more right. variety. They basically, well, it's funny actually because the the value resorts all have stations. Right, Art of Animation, Pop Century, All Star yep. Star, All Star Stars, All Star Music, <laughs> All Star Movies, and All Star Sports. Right, all of them. When you go to the quick service area, you can go to a different station if you want the italian and the pizza you go to one station if you want burgers and hot dogs you go to another station right and they all have at least i want at least three stations but i think they all have at least five stations well there's usually like a dessert and then there's a like a salad and right healthier foods (laughs) right so but artist palette is not like that it's literally one counter where you would order and i think it's mostly other than uh uh, Coronado and the values, because I don't think the the other resort. Oh no, that's not true. The, the they have the stations. The because it's at right. It's Coronado at, has stations. Coronado has stations. French Quarter. French Quarter has stations. Unless they changed it because they revamped that one. Uh, good point. We're gonna have to go look at these next trip we go. I guess so. We'll have to check it out so that we can make sure we're giving you proper information right. because. But, but I think the maybe it maybe it differentiates when you go to the deluxe resort and and DVCs are considered deluxe resort. So right, yeah, because so, like at Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's just right. one counter. Right. 
you know, and, Fl- and same Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian is just one. Uh, the quick service at, at uh, the, the other monorail hotel. <laughs> Contemporary. <laughs> Drawing a blank. Yes. Contempo Cafe, which Contempo. we talked about, which, which we really like. Right. You know what it might be when, if you go to one of the value resorts, mm-hmm. the, the quantity of people that are eating in their quick service and and they only have quick service at the value resorts they don't have sit-down restaurants right it probably makes it much quicker right having you know all these italian dishes are all together all these hamburgers and you know that type of dishes are together and so it probably from that perspective made more sense for them to separate it into sections whereas this quick service is not as big by any means. I mean, if, you, right. if you're envisioning the area, the seating capacity of the area, it's not as large as... Oh, no, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, tiny compared to the yeah, others. It's not a tiny area, but in comparison to right. the, the Valley Resorts, if right. you were, went to one and went to the other, you would say, oh, this is tiny, but it's it's far from tiny. Right. So that's probably why it just has the one counter. But even though it has the one counter, and we only talked about the Thin Crust Pie, the Lobster Club, and the, and the Hot Ham and Cheese... They do actually have a lot of salads yep. on the menu. They have a special kids menu. Right. So it is a very vast and varied menu yeah. that they offer there. But the other thing, and I think we've talked about this before, is you should never limit yourself to just eating inside of the parks or limit yourself to just eating at the resort that you're staying at. Right. It's a really great way to go around and look and learn and see new things. Sure by going to the different resorts and it's a good reason to go to a different resort if you're saying hey i'm just coming in to eat and that you can go and you can look around the resort you know you don't just have to go look in the area where you're eating you you get a little chance to kind of explore sure so that's another benefit of eating at the resort and you discover the every once in a while you'll discover a a lobster uh, sandwich that you really enjoy and you'll keep going back for it every time you go you know what i really enjoyed Solo, a Star Wars story. Well, that's a interesting transition, but sure. You didn't like that segue? <laughs> that was uh, not so subtle. No, not really. Okay. That's okay. So, if you have not seen Star Wars, or excuse me, if you have not seen Solo, a Star Wars story, and you don't want to know what happens because you don't want to be spoiled, right. then thank you for listening. Bye-bye. But stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Exactly. If you if you do want to hear a little bit about Solo, a Star Wars story, we will try and be uh, spoiler light. You know, we're not going to try and go into too many details about what happened, but we are going to discuss that. So right. just be aware that we are going to discuss that starting now. We need a little bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like one of the bells that goes off, you know, the, the monorail doors will be closing. We will be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story, right now. Exactly. So, did you like it? I did. So did I. I thought it was a good movie. Then again, I liked Rogue One, and a lot of people didn't. So, poo on them. Well, uh, a lot of people, more people didn't like Solo than Rogue One, which I think is not fair. Well, this is my total, total, total opinion. Right. That's the only way I can describe it, because I just want to be clear. <laughs> it's an opinion. I am not basing this off of reading anything. I am not basing this off of hearing anything. It's just what I envision might have happened. Right. They found someone to play Han Solo, who, yep. as pretty much everyone knows, has always been played by Harrison Ford. Right. And when you think of Han Solo, you think of Harrison Ford, his mannerisms, his way of speaking, his way of walking, his everything. Like, right. that's what you expect. So when they cast the younger version mm-hmm. of Han Solo, they didn't go for a doppelganger. They didn't find someone that looks exactly like him or talks exactly like him. And well, I think some of that is excusable. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is like I said, and this is my opinion because right. I don't know this for a fact. You know, I'm not one of those people that didn't like it. But I have a feeling that that is why people didn't care for the movie because they expected the person portraying that character to be closer in looks, mannerisms, or whatever of the original. And probably the same probably holds true for, um, for what Lando Calrissian. Right. All I want to say is Billy D. Williams, you know? (laughs) Well, but it's funny. I I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I think, and again, same thing. I think it's just my opinion. And I don't, maybe people don't really realize it or can, 
voice it well, but because I think I think more people accepted uh, what's his name as Billy D or <laughs> see Duh. see that's what I was trying not to Lando. do <laughs> Donald Glover aka Childish Gambino yeah I think more people accepted him as Lando because of because he kind of had that same it's really hard to put into words but I think the guy playing Han, so- Han Solo didn't have that Harrison Ford I don't know swagger what but, have you because he didn't because I I think people will buy that he doesn't exactly look the same and doesn't exactly do exactly the same things because we've seen that in in like the Star Trek movies people have accepted Chris Pine as Captain Kirk let, let me interject a okay. lot of women and this happened at work the other day we mentioned Chris Pine and one of the women I work with was like ah, you know like they think he's gorgeous so that might be why they excuse it because he's in their opinion so good looking well that might might be for for the women and, and some <laughs> so, men but right. i don't think it's for everybody i, I mean I, I think chris pine does a good job of captain kirk he's not he's obviously not a william shatner but he pulls it off well enough that you don't get distracted by him playing the role i guess is maybe a good way to put it or i don't know but <laughs> now that being said and right. you i'm not disagreeing with what you're saying but if you think about it even though there have been many iterations of star trek and i apologize we're talking about star trek but we're just trying to make analogies here um you know they've consistently done star trek movies maybe there was a gap of like what 10 years since the last star trek movie before chris pine started portraying him well but they weren't all playing captain kirk well that there's that as well right okay my point is that they were able, and maybe that is my point, that he is playing someone that, you know, William Shatner hasn't played him in a long time. Whereas well, yeah. they just saw The Force Awakens that had Harrison Ford in it. Right. That was only two, December 2016 or 2015. Uh, well, it would have been two years ago. So, right, yeah. 2016. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. William Shatner hasn't played the character in a long time. Harrison Ford played the character quite recently so they're more attached to harrison right. ford playing that whereas they've kind of disassociated william shatner right so maybe that's what it is but either way again those are just our opinions on why we think people didn't well, I, care for him I see, and, I see a lot of people mention you know like oh, the, because it was the movie was quote-unquote troubled you know, like when, because they fired the original director and then they brought in Ron Howard and then they reshot 80% of the movie. And But let me also add, if you're one of the listeners that saw Han Solo, a Star Wars story, and didn't care for the movie, write to us. Yeah. Tell us why. To, you know, because maybe we're far off the boat. Maybe you're one of those people that's like, no, I just don't like the movie. I didn't like the story. Or maybe you'll say, no, you're right. I didn't care for the person playing Han Solo or I didn't care for Lando Calrissian. Right. Whatever. Tell us, give us your feedback. Sure. Because that, you know, this is just an opinion. This is not like, oh, well, the reason people didn't like it, we don't know. Right. We're guessing. So we would be interested to hear what you have to say on that matter. Right. But for us, and, and it's funny because we even talked about this particular item right after we saw it the first time. We yeah. came out of the theater and we started talking about it because even, and, and we, I think we saw it on opening night, right? We we, Star Wars movies, let me go back. We do not go to the movies. Just, at all, ever. It's <laughs> it's just not our cup of tea. We have uh, we have a uh, projector at home right. because it's actually less expensive than LED TVs. Right. And when you have a projector, you can make the screen as small or as large as you want it. Right. So because we have this projector at home and because it's in today's day and age, right. movies come out about three to four months after they're in the theater. Yeah, give or take. Years ago, it used to be longer. Right. But now, it, you know, three to four months is not that long a period of time. Yep. So instead of going to the theater and paying roughly $20 to get in, and that's not including buying a soda or popcorn or... $20 a, to get in. Minimum. It's 20. been a while since you bought a movie ticket. Right. Well, <laughs> When, when we went to see Solo, it was closer to... It was a little over 30 Right. Well, that's for any, but you, right. but you can pay 20 or 25 for two people for a matinee. Sure. Okay. Either yeah. way, but either way, you're right. You know, yeah. we like the reserved seats. So we, it's not that we have a problem with going to the movies. We enjoy the movies, but it's nice to watch it in the comfort of your own home, right. to be able to pause it, to be able to use the restroom, to be able to 
not have to spend $5 for a beverage. Right. So, but that being said, we have started going to the theater for Star Wars movies. So we did see The Force Awakens. We did see Rogue One. We did see The Last Jedi. And we did see Solo in the theater. Yep. So... Well, it, it completes my perfect uh, record of seeing Star Wars movies in the theaters. Right. Exactly. You have to see Star Wars movies in the theater. Right. So we did see it. And as soon as we walked out of the theater, even though it was the first day, people were still already talking about the movie. Right. Even though we saw it on the first day. So you, you and I started discussing it and we were saying, I don't see a problem with it because looking at my own life, I know I have melded and changed and morphed as i've gotten older i am not the same person today that i was 15 years ago so to me it made sense i'm like this person isn't going to be harrison ford they're going to be different because you're going to turn into that character so we didn't have a problem with it but let's talk i I think i think it was i think it was well written the things his character did and even the way that they portrayed his character, the way, you know, how he got his, because obviously it's, it's a story about him and how he became who he was when we saw him in A New Hope. So I think. I love I, how you're calling it A New Hope, even though it's not really A New Hope, but it is A New Hope. <laughs> and anybody who's a real Star Wars fan knows exactly what I'm talking about. But right. either way. But it's a good, it's a good uh, storyline of showing you how that character became, you know, started and ended up where where we well, now know him from. I'm using air quotes because he's supposed to be a uh, quote bad good guy, right? Or a quote good bad guy, however you want to look at it, you know, because he's not an angel, right? For for lack of a better word, I mean, sure. you know, he has his checkered past, but now you can see why he is that way, right? So you know, he's. He teeters on, you know, he doesn't always do what someone would consider right, but maybe he does it for the right reasons. Sure. That kind of thing. You know, he has a good heart and you can really see that through the storyline. But let's talk about some of the other characters. So, of course, it was the story of Han Solo. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they didn't really need to introduce him because we knew him. But they did introduce Kira. Right. And that was played by Amelia Clark. And let me go back a second. Han Solo was played by Alden Einrich. 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 Whatever. His name is... Delicatessen. His name is Delicatessen. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, you should really listen to episode number seven of Two Grown Ups in a Mouse. But right. we digress. So Kira was played by Amelia Clark. And I thought she did a really good job. And that was a really interesting character that they introduced. Yeah. No, it, it moved. It was an interesting twist as well, because I didn't really see that ending coming. And it, it was kind of surprising how it how it moved along. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You know, after you've seen it, you kind of go, oh, duh. But, you know, where she shows up in the middle of the movie and where she ends up at the end of the movie were both surprises when, at least when I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, that's I wasn't, interesting. I wasn't. <laughs> all that surprised only because I feel like movies are about two hours, two and a half hours. Right. And they have to tell you a lot of story in two hours or two and a half hours. So generally speaking, everything is there for a reason. They're not going to show you something just because it's funny. They're going to show it because it's funny and because it has a purpose, it's going to lead you to the next step. So I I was not at all surprised with that character's timeline within that you know two two and a half hours but i could understand why someone would be but for me i'm you know i'm just so accustomed to yep this is gonna happen yep this is gonna happen oh sure Uh, or it could go either way okay it went this way not surprised but either way she did portray the character really well Mm -hmm. and who also portrayed the character really well was woody harrelson as beckett yeah i enjoyed watching his character you know i i really believed his character yeah yeah. I mean, he he was appropriately cast. Right. No, he did he did a he did excellent work. Right. Because yeah, uh, and he played he plays kind of the foil to Han Solo. Han Solo. Of, Why do you keep on doing that? I don't know. Um, because I say NASA instead of NASA. Exactly. Uh, so he's playing he's playing uh, a part with Han Solo, but he's playing maybe the just that much. Of the bad guy versus against Han Solo's good guy. 
Maybe. But they they also introduced Val and Rio, who were played by Thandie Newton and John Favreau. Mm-hmm. And they were not in as much of the movie as some of the other characters, but they were still integral to the storyline. Right. Right. And, yeah, they were only in yeah. for a piece and, of the third or the second act. <laughs> and, and I, I want to say, just speaking in general, I thought that the movie as a whole was cast very well. Yeah. I thought that, you know, the everyone that they picked to portray these different characters, I could understand why they were acting how they were acting. And there was also, as we discussed briefly, Lando Calrissian Mm -hmm. was played by Donald Glover, who people also know as Childish Gambino. And as an aside here, he is really talented. Obscenely so. It's he's one of those does it all acts, directs, writes, produces, uh, sings, you know, Childish Gambino. He's a, or raps, I think rapper, singer. Sure. But either way, so he's really, very hands-on, does a lot. Right. So it was, uh, but he really, as you said earlier, he had a very similar vibe to Billy D. Williams. Right. You could kind of see, I think he had a better, that was a, a perfectly cast. I mean, right. you could not get that any better because right. you could, honest, if, I, if we loaded up Empire right now and skipped all the way to the Cloud City where Lando walks out of his little building and goes, hey, an old buddy. You would go, holy crap, that's him, just older. That's why you keep on calling him Han. Yeah, maybe. Because you keep on picturing that scene. Because right. it's Han. Right. Han. Han Solo. I promise I'm right. <laughs> Watch the movie. You'll know I'm right. Exactly. Of course, I'm always right. Ha ha. Sure. Shut up. <laughs> Am I allowed to say shut up on here? That's not very nice. It isn't. And I take great offense. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you. So anyway, there was L-337, which was Lando's droid sidekick. Right. That was an interesting character. I, I like that character. That was that was but great. Good character, yeah. I usually like the droids. That was funny, because you also like K2SO. It, I was just going to say, I, I enjoyed K2SO. I mean, but they they do um, they do have a tendency to, to cast the droids pretty well. They do, and, that, and, and the, in these couple of movies, they, the droids have ended up being the, the comic relief for... <laughs> I guess it, in a sense, it might be easier to cast them because they are voice characters. They don't have to. Wow. Uh, for L337 and for K2SO. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that for K2SO. For L337, uh, how in the world would I pronounce that? Uh, no, it's Phoebe. I, it's a typo. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the person who, who voices it, also was in a in a green screen suit with the little dots all over it. Yes, they they So they filmed her as Correct. They do right. that often where they want to get the mannerisms of the person portraying them. Right. But what I'm saying is she happens to be a very tall blondish woman. She was right. on Jimmy Fallon. We watched the Tonight Show and she was on it so well, we've that's, seen That's how I remember cuz she was talking about how she has to be filmed as <laughs> Right. You know. But if they, you know, in this case her physique Mm -hmm. was very similar to what they built for you know l337 right but they didn't i mean for um rio durant right uh what was that character two feet tall right right so i'm I'm pretty sure that john favreau who portrayed him he probably didn't get crawl around in one of those suits he Mm. might have but what i'm saying is like that's the difference is that it doesn't matter what they physically look like when they're casting them because they're just using their voices yes maybe they're using their mannerisms and doing the green screen well in these days also they can do just the face so you can get the how they're talking the 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 facial expressions and all that as they're as they're reading off so and then there were other characters in this movie however we just made a list kind of of the the main characters who really helped further the story or the plot and dryden dryden voss was played by paul bettany and a lot of you probably know him because he is the actor who portrays vision in the marvel movies but he also He's the voice of Jarvis. He is. He has one of those British actors with those great voices. Right. So, all in all, if you haven't already seen it, of course, we would recommend it. Now, th- this is what, the third movie that we've done a review of and all of them we recommend, which right. may or may not stay true. I mean. Well, it's <laughs> going to be pretty rare. And this is something that happens with a lot of people that when you hear reviews and stuff, we're not going to go watch a movie we don't want to see. So, 
you know, we're, we know we're going to like a Star Wars movie. We know we're going to like Marvel movies. Unless something really, really weird happens. Right. We're probably well, going to see them. We're probably going to like them. Some of them we like more than others. Sure. But. Same with Pixar movies. Right. Right. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Inside Out. I don't right. hate it. Sure. But, it, you know, I, I just felt like all these people talk about how great it is and wonderful. And it's like, there were a lot of holes in that story. Right. Or, or, you know, Good Dinosaur is another one where it's kind of like, eh. I mean, it was it, it was good. It was, it, as usual, it's beautifully animated. Well, animated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, the, the, the actors they got are, are good. You know, this, I didn't like that storyline. It, it, it's one of those things where almost everything is good until you put it all together. And then it just it just doesn't doesn't work right. perfect but some people like some things more than others sure. and some people don't like things at all but we like star wars so we're probably going to be like it was okay right You're probably not going to hear us be like oh it's horrible but who knows i'm just saying it's funny that this is the third review we've done and you know we right. really liked it well the other you know we, we kind of glossed over this and it's it's very unfair you might have made a wookie mad because you didn't at all mention chewbacca oh sorry chewie yeah so, but in this movie, you get to see how Han and Thank Chewie you. meet and how they become such close friends. That is correct. And the bond that they share. So now you, you'll understand why everything that happens in the <laughs> movies after that, why Han and Chewie are so Bef close. Before, after. Exactly. <laughs> the ones that were filmed way, way before, but in the universe, in the Star Wars timeline, they happened after. Right. But you know what happens after this? What? I'm going to go eat something. Yeah, it's getting getting about that time. So Yeah, it is that time. So on that note, thank you for listening. Yep, absolutely. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, please do so. Thank you for following. Yep, absolutely. On social media. Social media. Thank you for telling your friends. That's always important. And family. And talk strangers. about us. Yes, talk about us. Tell them. Tell everybody. Say, why aren't you listening? And then tell us that you told them. Exactly. And we'll be like, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. And I'm saying good night. Or good morning. Oh, yeah. They might not be listening at night. Right. Oh, what about good afternoon? Well, that works too. But how about goodbye? Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>